first, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's uh, Real Estate Agents I Trust. Whether you're a buyer or a seller, you need somebody who knows what they're doing, especially in this game. Boy, you want, you want to buy a house. Holy cow. If have houses, are, uh, I don't know what it's like in your neighborhood. It's a crazy market right now. Somebody in my neighborhood, somebody just knocked on their door and offered them a bunch of money way over what they would even have thought about selling it for. It wasn't even on the market. Wasn't even on the market. No. They just knocked on the door and they said, give you uh, this one, give you a million dollars more than uh, what your house is, you know, it was you, you paid for it. And he was like, okay, hang on, let me get my stuff. Uh, <laughs> You need somebody that really knows how to make sure they can get the best price for you for your house and uh, also the best price for you getting into a new house. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. I want you to put your hands together and I want you to raise them up over your head and I want you to say thank you Jesus uh, because there is a COVID miracle that is happening all around this great land. You know, Joe Biden said miracles just don't happen, but we got a Joe Biden COVID miracle right here on our hands and I want you to recognize that miracle in the next few minutes we're going to tell you all about it with a great preacher friend of mine mr steve dace in 60 seconds the Glenn Beck program built bar yes built bar is uh saving my butt uh because uh i don't know about you but i have a real sweet tooth i am trying to lose uh, about uh, over 50 pounds uh in the uh next year and i'm i'm down five pounds i think now total since the beginning of the year and i have a really big sweet tooth and uh there's nothing that i have ever had that uh, kind of cures that i'm up at night looking for cookies or ice cream or something until built bar it is a tremendous tremendous uh treat especially if you're trying to lose weight uh it is a protein bar and i know Protein bars. Oh, that sounds awful. They are truly, truly <laughs> gag worthy. Um, they never taste good. And if it's a diet protein bar, it's worse because then it tastes like chemicals. Not the built bar. This is made with real chocolate. I don't know how they do it. I don't care if it's witchcraft, voodoo witchcraft. I don't care, built bar. Keep doing it because I love it. Uh, you, they're about 100 to 130 calories uh, each one. Uh, like I said, they taste like a candy bar, but they have everything in it that you need. It's a great protein bar and great for your diet. It's Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code BECK. You'll get 20% off your next order. It's promo code BECK, 20% off, BuiltBar.com. Mr. Steve Dace is here to... Talk to us about, <laughs> well, he thinks it's strange that this miraculous turnaround on COVID has happened, but I'd say it is part of the miracle that is Joe Biden. Welcome, Steve Dace. 
Morning, guys. The ride over here, you guys had this thing. What's that yellow thing in the sky? I haven't seen that where I'm from in a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> we rolled, have it all the time. I rolled the window down in the car, and I felt like Rusty on... Remember the movie Mask? I felt like Rusty and the sun <laughs> shining on my face. It was a miracle. Yeah. Indeed. It is yes. nice here. It's nice. Uh, so, Steve... Let's talk a little bit about the COVID miracle. We have indeed. You touched the hem of Joe Biden's dementia, and look what happens. Look what Glenn. happens, yes. right? Yes. People are healed. New York is opening up. Yes. Uh, California yesterday, Gavin Newsom came up and said, "Hey, all of this stay-at-home stuff, yeah. it's, it's over." Yeah. What happened? Well, they have the worst spike in the country actually right now in the state of California. It it is it's cynic it's cynical and it's sinister, and we knew it was coming. But to watch it unfold in real time is still a sight to behold. Nevertheless, I mean, if you go back and trace to uh, when Joe Biden was certified uh, the uh, the winner on January the sixth, mm-hmm. and if you look at the 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 series of uh, well fortunate events, if you want your life back, <laughs> that has occurred since then, mm-hmm. you you cannot do anything but retcon it and trace it back, guys, to the fact that hey, we're in charge now and. Lockdowns just aren't politically useful uh, to us anymore. Uh, to me, the most you mentioned several examples. Uh, there's Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. Remember? Oh you yeah. Know, I, I mean, last winter and spring, you couldn't buy seed to work mm-hmm. in your yard in mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this is happening all over the country, except if you're in Ohio, governed by the appropriately named Republican Mike DeWine, who seems to be uh, completely drunk on Branch Covidian Kool Aid. <laughs> but in a lot of other places where Democrats just talk the woke game and order to get power but really it's just because they'd like to be sitting in box seats at their favorite yeah. major league team this summer instead of the republicans mm-hmm. suddenly they're like you know what we need to reopen this thing and the most cynical of them all was one hour after joe biden was inaugurated the world health organization came oh, out and said God. stop testing all these asymptomatic people your cycle thresholds uh, for pcr testing positive tests are all too high you know the stuff people like us got crushed with our facebook traffic and demonetized mm-hmm. by the quote-unquote uh-uh, facebook science team mm-hmm. uh, for saying all last fall um now the world health organization is saying it now that joe biden is in there so, um, Stu, you know the opposite uh, argument uh, for the testing. You know, because I've heard a lot of people say this testing is going to make things look a lot better because the cycle, you know, you run 40 cycles and it, it picks up things that aren't necessarily there or dead virus, et cetera, et cetera. Give me the opposing argument. I'd like to hear you too. Well, I mean, I don't think that there's an opposing argument to whether you should be able to post what you believe is true. No, right? no, 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 not not that. Uh, the actual testing that it doesn't really change that much. Uh, well, I mean, like the, the arg- I guess the argument would be that you know you have a the PCR test, right? That mm-hmm. they can, they run a certain amount of cycles, and so. They, basically, these are heating cycles that try to manipulate to uh, magnify the virus, basically, mm-hmm. so you can detect it. Um, most of them run 30, 40, 50 cycles. It's a matter of when they get picked up. Mm-hmm. There's a certain percentage of those tests that wind up in a late sort of run, right, where they'll be like maybe in the 40th cycle. Um, the concept is that those tests should be rerun, which is what they were trying to state in this in this alert. Um They've been terrible at communicating things from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And we've been hammering on them from the very beginning to explain these things in a way that people could understand. Um, you know, if these tests come up and they have, they wind up being, uh, there's a certain percentage chance of, of, of false positives if they run in those later cycles. Now, there's the very low chance of PCR tests, generally speaking, coming out as false positives. That's, you know, typically not the way they work, right? When you amplify something and you're looking for something very specific, you're not going to see that um amplify uh like for example if you had like la lady gaga song playing really quietly 
and you turned it up as loud as you can and you kept amplifying it and amplifying it. Lady Gaga would get very loud, right? You would never detect Barry Manilow in there. Right. Right. It, right. It, that's just not how it right. works. Right. However, if there's if they screw up, which they've done many times, if the testing, uh, if the sample is uh, manipulated or uh, defective in some way, you can have those situations happen. If the lab isn't run appropriately, right. you can have some of these positive tests. So it is significant. It's just that the question is whether it... I mean, it doesn't, I don't think you'd make the case. I mean, I, I've you know seen many of Steve's posts where you talk about this is a serious thing and it's killed a lot of people. The question is, why do we have to deal with these sensors who come in and every time when you make a point like this, mm-hmm. you get thrown off. And when the World Health Organization comes in and says, yeah, there might be some of these. They don't come back and put you back on exactly on the internet. You don't like get I've your, got, your reputation not, my, back. I, I checked my inbox before I came on. No I apologies. Have not received anything from the Facebook <laughs> science team? <laughs> not really. No. Nothing. And, and and why? There's no good answers to your question. See, I thought you were going to raise the point that if we if we had a more accurate testing system, you're right that PCR testing is considered the gold standard. Mm-hmm. But there's always the human element, right? Yeah. Meaning, yeah. how many times do I look at something and eventually I'll find it if I want? But is that some kind of viral artifact? Well, Will it actually be something that uh, if someone comes into contact with it, will it still be infectious, right? Yeah, and that's okay. a huge difference. And there's like, no yeah. distinctions being drawn there. No. There haven't been until, well, an hour after Joe Biden got inaugurated. <laughs> right. Now there are. But and, but the reason why that's so important to note, because the other arg- argument is, well, if you get rid of all these asymptomatic positives, then you guys always want to talk about how low the IFR is for this, the mm-hmm. infection fatality rate, that it's actually just slightly higher than the flu, like Anthony Fauci originally wrote in February in the New England Journal of Medicine. Mm-hmm. You guys always talk about that. Well, if you get rid of all the asymptomatic positives, the IFR rate's going to go way up. And I agree that it will. But see, but that's different because the strategy from the beginning has been to control this virus by locking down the healthy, yeah. locking down the asymptomatic. Which okay. If we if we particularly if we specifically identify who is the most prone to this, then we will do what human societies have been doing since Bible times with outbreaks, isolating the people who are infected or the most vulnerable to being infected. But the rest of society has to go on. Yeah. That's we, we have been doing that as a species for thousands of years. This one time, for reasons only Allah knows, we decided <laughs> to do the exact opposite of that. It seems like, too, the, the antigen tests are a, a, an interesting part of this battle in that like it seems to uh, more accurately identify people with active with virus that can uh, cultures, infect others. Right. And yeah. like that's really the important. Like there's, there's two things that are important, right? Knowing who has had the virus six months ago is important to know how it spread. And, and there's a lot of things that scientific, scientists can pr- prove out of that. And we can understand the virus better. But as far as like, should you be able to go into work next Tuesday? Right, right. Like that is like the antigen test seems to do a much better job. At that's what the NFL has been using. Yeah. Uh, that's what a lot of the college teams used. And then if you got a positive, they went to the PCR route to, to verify that. But even with the National Football League, which you would assume those people have as Lots good of a private health insurance as any private Mm -hmm. industry in the country they had dozens upon dozens upon dozens of false positives this year so let me bring you back because i I honestly feel like uh we're entering the days of galileo again let me give you two comments that came out of the davos uh, uh speeches yesterday on the great reset from the world economic forum uh this one comes from the president of the european union Quote, a new study by the Center for Human Progress demonstrates that fake news spreads six times faster than real news, 
owed to the fact that fake news does not have the burden of having to go through the journalistic process of verification of facts. Therefore, new regulations must be set for social media platforms around the world, requiring all news stories and articles to go through a validation process before they're allowed to be published or Mm -hmm. shared. This comes from the editor of the Times of London yesterday at the World Economic Forum. Freedom of speech is a sacred right, but freedom to lie, to mislead and fool others is not. If your speech disagrees with science, it is a lie. If it disagrees with facts, it is a lie. Lies are not protected by free speech. Well, maybe no, not in London, but lies are protected here in the United States. Mm-hmm. All speech should be protected and is under the Constitution. But what caught me here was Galileo, if you can hear me, if your speech disagrees with science, mm-hmm. it's a lie. Which science? I mean, one of the things that has been, and we've, I've talked about this with you guys before, the, the biggest surprise to me since I started pushing back on this last March is I, is I was hesitant to go out in front and push back because I was concerned that it was just going to be the blaze Breitbart brigade of, you know, of, of deplorables against the climate <laughs> mm-hmm. change agenda. Mm-hmm. This would just be a proxy for that, right? Mm-hmm. What shocked me is how in academic circles there was pushback right away. How, how epidemiologists at Oxford pushed back on Imperial College and its doomsday mm-hmm. model like the day after Boris Johnson succumbed to mm-hmm. it. How scientists at Stanford, long before I even knew who Scott Atlas was, all right, but, but epidemiologists at Stanford, uh, John Ioannidis and others were pushing back on many of these things. Uh, scientists at Harvard, Yale, Carnegie Mellon, um, these are not insignificant places of academia. Most of these are places that teach people that life came out of nowhere because of uh, proteins and amino acids amino acids spontaneously combusted one day. There's 59 genders, right? Mm-hmm. The, they're not on Team Blaze, many of these places are. But even they looked at the models and the science and said, that dog won't hunt. And so one of the great mysteries to me this for the last year has been even within their own academic circles, there have been elite sectors of their own intelligentsia that have called BS on this and have largely just been ignored um, by our own scientists scientific uh, policy community there i think maybe we're learning that there's a scientific community and then there's a scientific policy community if you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. people who then want to weaponize their findings to create certain policy outcomes and if you go back to the very first imperial college model when i started researching imperial college one of their great benefactors is a guy named jeremy bentham and jeremy bentham is a radical climate alarmist and if you looked at all of neil ferguson's solutions for this they were all essentially proto versions of the Green New Deal, right out of Jerry, Jeremy Bentham's, uh, you know, uh, get rid of carbon-based, uh, uh, you know, products uh, fantasy. I want to I want to play something because what you just talked about, uh, we were warned of, and I want to play something uh, from history that is that is phenomenal that uh, you need to hear because yeah. you are saying exactly the same thing, and we're before it was prophecy, now it is, now it's here, and we're living it. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, It's really nice to have somebody on your side, especially when it comes to how you choose to keep your financial house in order. If you're fiscally responsible and a homeowner, your best friends just might be the mortgage consultants over at American Financing. 
please pick up the phone and give them a call today. They can do a mortgage review with you. you I mean, you might be in the uh, in the area of getting a refinance right at your fingertips. It will save you hundreds, if not a thousand dollars a month. That's a lot of money, especially over the course of your loan. And you don't reset the loan. American Financing is a family-owned business, been helping people just like you shore up their financial houses for over two decades now. And they work for you, not the bank. So you can trust that they're going to help you do what's best for you and your family. Whether it's consolidating debt or trying to get a lower mortgage rate going forward, American Financing is the place for you. Don't hesitate. Give them a call today and see what American Financing can do for you. American Financing, 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me let me play something. Uh, and and everybody's heard this warning from Eisenhower, but I, I want to play the whole thing. And Steve, I'd love to have your comments on this after the country is turning into an oligarchy. And we were warned by Eisenhower about this. Now, listen to what he said. Akin to and largely responsible for the sweeping changes in our industrial military posture has been the technological revolution during recent decades. In this revolution, research has become central. It also becomes more formalized, complex, and costly. A steadily increasing share is conducted for, by, or at the direction of the federal government. Today, the solitary inventor, tinkering in his shop, has been overshadowed by task forces of scientists in laboratories and testing fields. In the same fashion, the free university, historically the fountainhead of free ideas and scientific discovery, has experienced a revolution in the conduct of research, partly because of the huge costs involved, a government contract becomes virtually a substitute for intellectual curiosity. That is, those are powerful words. But listen, he goes on to talk about the technological revolution having its own family tree. Listen to this. The prospect of domination of the nation's scholars by federal employment, project allocations, and the power of money is ever present and is gravely to be regarded. Yet in holding scientific research and discovery in respect, as we should, we must also be alert to the equal and opposite danger that public policy could itself become the captive of a scientific technological elite. Now, listen to the last thing. He says, this is how it's all going to come together if we don't pay attention, which we didn't. Listen. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Unhappily, the danger it poses promises to be of indefinite duration. To meet it successfully, there is call for not so much the emotional and transitory sacrifices of crisis, but rather those which enable us to carry forward steadily, surely and without complaint, the burdens of a prolonged and complex struggle with liberty, the stake. 
we have not protected the because of the military industrial complex bleeding into science, science and government and the private corporations working together on money for money, then having to go to the educational elite. They're just doing things, giving the government and the the complex whatever answer they want. And it's now being driven by this really hostile ideology, which you're now seeing in the Great Reset and by oligarchs all around the world. And we've lost our place. You see it in something simply practical that in a lot of these states that were, where there were shutdowns, if you had a small or family-owned business, yes. you had to shut down. You couldn't be it couldn't it couldn't be assumed that you could protect your clientele from COVID. But if it was one of these big box stores with a lot more overhead and a lot more exposure, frankly, it was assumed that they could, and they have been open the entire time. Right. That th- those are just some of the practical assumptions that are the result of the belief system he's up against. And really what we're talking about, I describe, I describe it on my show as a spirit of the age. It's really a rival religion. It's almost like a modern babble. And, you know, just like within Christianity, there's this constant tension, um, you know, God is sovereign, but we have free will. And so we have debated those two dueling tensions within the faith for thousands of years. They have a tension in their religion as well, which is they believe human nature is not fallen and in need of redemption, that human nature is perfectly fine. They're Pelagian, as Holly once pointed, Senator Holly described it. They're, they're Pelagian in nature. But then at the same time, they assert, though, that even human nature is basically good and we can chart our own path and make up our own realities and moralities. But they then say, but you don't know how to wield that basic natural freedom unless you're guided by a, a higher evolved set of people that can show you how to channel that freedom into the way that we want you to and so that's the tension where they believe and that's why we catch them in hypocrisies all the time why can i choose to get an abortion but i can't choose whether or not to wear a mask right we Mm -hmm. catch them in those kinds of hypocrisies because abortion is approved by that higher set wearing a mask you not wearing a mask not approved by that higher set And so it's hypocrisy to us in their worldview, though, from the upside down, the other side of the looking glass, Glenn, it makes perfect sense. We approved this. We didn't approve that. Steve Dace, you can hear him on his podcast, wherever you get podcasts, and you'll hear him live in about a half an hour on the Blaze Radio Network and Blaze TV. Make sure you subscribe, blazetv.com. Use the promo code Glenn and save 30% right now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Our sponsor is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile. I mean, we got to start doing business with people who are fighting with us, not against us. We have to do business with people who believe in our morals and, and are building something that we all need, like communication, not fighting against us. But we also have to do business with people who may be doing that, but it's good, if not better, uh, than the alternative. Patriot Mobile has done that. First, they're not sending any of their money to Planned Parenthood like Verizon does. Uh, They're on the same cell towers as everybody else. So everybody uses the same technology, same backbone. So you're going to get the same great coverage. Now, they also have really good uh, customer service, much better than the others. And uh, you're also going to save a lot of money. And right now, they'll give you a premier activation because it's always a hassle to switch. Not with not with PatriotMobile.com. 
You'll uh, they'll have the the phone all set up for you. You get a special gift that with the offer code Beck. Same service, lower price, values you believe in. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck nine seven two Patriot PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. And you can get Steve Dace's commentary on COVID, politics, and so much more every day as part of your Blaze TV subscription. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 30 bucks. Two weeks ago on TV, we talked about government and private industry coming together in the Biden administration. We're just getting started. Now, normally this is about corruption, and I believe it is still about corruption, but in a very different way. Every time our researchers have opened a closet at the Biden White House, another special interest skeleton tumbles out. Tonight, we're going to look at the major stakeholders who have their tentacles all over the White House and what they really want. The new Biden administration is already showing America the natural end result that comes from decades of being dominated by special interest groups. Eventually, you get the government beholden to these groups, and you can call those groups stakeholders. These stakeholders have vested interest in the actions and policies of the government. Now you don't know who is serving who, where the head of this Hydra really is. Uh, tonight, you don't want to miss it. Find out who these stakeholders are, what they want, who they're working with inside the Biden administration. 9 p.m. Eastern, only on blazetv.com slash Glenn. We ask that you would join us. We are headed for very, very difficult waters. And I, 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 I wish I could tell you uh, some things, but I'm not going to because uh, it only make things worse. Uh, I uh, we're headed for very difficult waters and we need your support at blaze TV dot com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 30 percent. Also, you'll see this special tonight at nine o'clock on blaze TV dot com and blaze TV YouTube. So make sure you uh, watch it one way or another. You don't want to miss tonight. And it's going to tie together several things. It is very important that you understand and do your homework on The Great Reset. We have a book coming out. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to get it out, but it's going to be soon. We're working on it right now. Um, But it's a very difficult thing to understand. You have to really pay attention to what the World Economic Forum is doing, because they're very slippery on uh, the way they the way they phrase things. They're talking about going from shareholder capitalism to stakeholder capitalism. Well, who are the stakeholders? They will always say it's you. But when the push comes to shove and they defined it yesterday um, on a tweet that was uh, tagging me because of it was in response of something I said yesterday, that this is an oligarchy in the making. And somebody at the World Economic Forum is listening to this program while they're busy in Davos to try to uh, correct any errors They said, no, 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 stakeholder capitalism is not an oligarchy. It is a partnership with everyone. The stakeholders are everyone. And the people are represented by their representatives in Washington, D.C. Well, I haven't felt my representative represented me in a very long time. And it is a way to get the government 
into our businesses and then you'll have social uh, and um, economic and ecological justice that is happening. Let me give you a few things that happened yesterday in Davos at the World Economic Forum uh, and when they were talking about the new Great Reset. We don't want to return to normal. We don't want COVID to end and for us to return uh, to some form of status quo because it was a status quo that caught us, uh, caused this and brought us here to our knees. Those wishing for a return to normal must inherently wish for disease and destruction to return again and for more death in the future. That's the secretary general of the OECD. Let us not delude ourselves. This is from the prime minister of Spain. There can be no social justice without tax justice, but it is time to go one step farther. It is not enough to distribute income more fairly through taxation, but to take serious steps to ensure equal distribution of all wealth to all people, all races and all nations. Prime Minister of Spain. Um, This comes from uh, Alan Jope. He is the CEO of Unilever. ESG, which is Environmental, Social, and Corporate Governments Programs, uh, ESG programs is now central to how companies interface with investors, shareholders, and the public. At Unilever, one quarter of executive pay is directly linked to how we perform against social justice and climate issues. Okay. Um, Let me give you one more quote. This is from Klaus Schwab. He's the guy who's pushing this. Um, He's the head of the World Economic Forum. Stakeholder capitalism is a form of capitalism in which companies seek long-term value creation by taking into account the needs of all their stakeholders, including society at large. They don't seek profits for investors, but rather benefits for themselves and all stakeholders, including employees, customers, and all people. Unless capitalism can guarantee equality for all people, which it cannot, it's a failed system. So what are they talking about? Is this is this a march to Marxism? No, this is this is worse. This is worse. This is something uh, not new, uh, but something that the left and the right should be able to come together on. This is an oligarchy. Now, let me show you how it ties in to us right now. Did you hear about President Biden's made in America executive order? Sounds great, right? It aims to force U.S. government agencies to work closely with U.S. businesses rather than to pay foreign businesses for goods and services. Well, that's fantastic, right? That's Donald Trump could have done that. I mean, let's buy American. If the United States government is writing the check, let's have it benefit the United States of America and all of the employees here. I think we should favor U.S. businesses. The U.S. spends $600 billion every year on contracts. Let's spend that money here. Okay, that's probably all you heard in the media. But now let me show you the fine print. According to the order, the Biden administration is creating the federal agency called the Made in America Office. Do you you realize what the acronym is? Made in America.
America office. Uh, sorry, yeah, Made in America office. So if you take the in out, I'm assuming. It's Mao. Mao. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to refer to this office as Mao the from office here of on Mao. out. Yes. One of the purposes of the Mao office is to force <laughs> other federal departments to spend more of their money on goods and services offered by the U.S. business, but exceptions are still permitted when appropriate. But the made the Mao will be uh, led by the director of Made in America office. It doesn't merely require the federal government to work more closely with U.S. businesses. Listen carefully and tie it together with what I just told you about stakeholder capitalism. It also mandates the government buy from businesses that promote left wing goals. In other words, if you're not a woke business, the federal government may not be able to buy your goods and services. Why would Unilever make, you know, social justice part of their CEO compensation? Because if you're not engaged in social justice and climate change and 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 critical race theory, you're not going to be able to do business. Now, this was noted at the very end of the White House official statement about the new department. This order is deeply intertwined, I'm quoting, with the president's commitment to invest in American manufacturing, including clean energy and critical supply chains, grow good-paying union jobs, and advance racial equity. The federal government should buy from suppliers that are growing the sectors of the future and treating their workers with dignity and respect. Yes, half of that is true. The part about, you know, this is what companies should do. Yes, but they are cloaking what's really happening. This is right out of the Great Reset playbook. You use the spending power of government to coerce businesses to pursue the left wing causes like clean energy or racial equity. You don't have the right ratios of Hispanics to Asians, for example then the federal government can't do business with you under this policy. The same can be true for those businesses who don't rely enough on electric vehicles or that profit in some way from CO2 producing energy sources or those businesses without enough union workers. Do you see what's happening? The government is forcing people into this and the big corporations don't care. They just don't care. So the language of the order is so vague in the policy section that it could be interpreted to give the new Mao agency the power to deny contracts for virtually any reason. It reads, quote, the United States government should, whenever possible, procure goods, products, materials and services from sources that will help American businesses compete in strategic industries and help America's workers thrive. Wow, that all sounds great. Unless you know what it really means. Strategic industries that help America workers thrive could mean just about anything to the Mao director. It opens the doors to all kinds of crazy policies. Tonight, I will show you those American corporations, those coming oligarchs that have their hands all over the Biden administration and how it ties into the Great Reset. Tonight, don't miss it on blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Please tell a friend. This is not Marxism. This is not socialism. This is not communism. 
it's not state capitalism. It is stakeholder capitalism and stakeholder capitalism. You're only represented in that if you're an investor in the company or your House of Representatives, your congressman, your senator, they'll represent you. And if the government is fine with it, then you're going to be fine because you have representation. That is nothing. Well, let me quote Klaus Schwab. Capitalism has failed. No, it hasn't. But we are on a whole new, well, we're entering a brave new world. What if I was around the TV like an hour before your special? Was there be anything in particular I could watch? Not really. Or no, Not no really. options? I think we were on cartoons. I mean, it, you're talking about eight o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Eastern, Blaze, yeah. Blaze TV it might be a great time to tune into Blaze mm, TV. Not really. I think it's reruns cartoon, no, maybe it, an old Western. It's not. It's 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 Stu does America. It's going to be a great episode nah, leading into so. yours. No, nah, I don't think so. I think it's a Western. A what? Yeah. Are they not what airing my show? It's a silent Western. Oh, OK. Even <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on your show today? Uh, we're actually going to the this the GameStop thing a little bit, uh, which is going to be fascinating. It's fascinating. It's like, you know, it's going to cause a massive uh, pushback from the Democrats on capitalism. Oh, regulatory. Wait till you see. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. And also uh, uh, Biden's executive climate orders and all the craziness going on there. So some good stuff. Yeah, good also stuff. Also you, I think. I think you're going to be on, which I'm excited about uh, until this se- this moment. Matt Dillon is going to be the guest tonight, not me. <laughs> there are people in their cars that are like, Matt I haven't heard Dillon. Matt Dillon in a <laughs> long time. It's a very yeah. random person yeah. to be booking. All right, let me tell you about Goldline. They are offering a huge promotion on self-directed IRA acquisitions for retirement accounts right now. Retirement account. You think you're fine with your retirement account. Um, as the dollar falls, you're going to get screwed. Because everything is everything you, you, you can have a whole bunch of money, but nothing your money will be able to buy as it starts to uh, crash down. Call and find out how to protect your long term retirement portfolio with physical precious metals. Also, Goldline is running an extremely limited inventory special on their legal tender bars. Um, these are things that I, I work together with Goldline and the Canadian Mint to design uh, I, I wanted it for my kids who were at the time kind of all over the country and we were in New York and, you know, God only knows where you're going to be if things break down. I wanted something that they could have in their purse or their wallet that were actually gold, little pieces of gold that were, you know, like coins that you would know that's from the Canadian Mint. Tenth of an ounce coins. It's the gold illegal tender bar and uh, it acts like a coin. It's one of my favorite products. It has been out of stock now for months. And Goldline has just gotten the Canadian Mint to mint new limited batch of the cards. Probably be sold out within the next couple of days. On top of that, for every card purchased, you'll receive a half ounce pure silver bullion coin at no additional cost. Get them before they're gone this week. They're standing by waiting to hear from you. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I, 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 I want to go over this GameStop thing again. Okay. When, when the stock was at $2 a share, right? Mm-hmm. $2 a share. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys on Reddit, they decided that they were going to run this up. Now, if I did this on national radio, it would be illegal. Mm-hmm. 
you can't say, hey, everybody, let's do this. But apparently on Reddit, you can. Yeah, it's public. Usually public, openly speaking about your opinion on a stock is fine. Um, doing it in private venues is usually not fine. And secondarily, doing it, FCC has all sorts of laws about Correct. how you can do that. So Correct. That's a different conversation. So let's say you invested in the $2 stock when everybody was on Reddit and they're like, hey, let's, let's buy this up. And yeah. he, the guy, the first, he invested $50,000. Yep, his life savings, supposedly. Uh, this guy on Reddit and then started talking about this uh, theory, which has proved to be very, very accurate. Uh, so as of yesterday, it was up to $15 million it was worth. However, the stock has basically doubled today. So this is craziness. It's in- insane. It is craziness. Uh, you know, the, the, where you're putting billionaire hedge fund investors out of business, maybe shutting down. There's rumors of bankruptcy of this hedge fund. If this happens, I mean, these guys are not going to be happy and they know a lot of people. <laughs> but a few of these guys are going to get very, very wealthy off of it. I wonder what the repercussions are going to be, not just for them, but when Democrats start saying this can't oh, happen. Look yeah. at how bad capitalism oh, is. Yeah. That's around the corner, too. Uh, Stu will have more on that at 8 o'clock Eastern tonight on uh, Stu Does GameStop. And tonight, my Wednesday night special immediately follows 9 p.m. Eastern Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program.